Buffs, welcome to the Blogger Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Gibson from elizabethgibson.com and founder of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. Today, I'm sharing with you a snippet from the 2020 Blogger Breakthrough Summit. It's from Serena Pia's session on YouTube. Registration for the 2021 Blogger Breakthrough Summit is opening up in just a couple of days. So if you want to make sure you get notified when registration opens, be sure to join the Blogger Breakthrough Summit newsletter. The link for that is in the show notes, or you can just go to bloggerbreakthrough.com forward slash newsletter. Now, let's take a listen to part of Serena's session to learn more about how to save time and make the most of YouTube. You've created this amazing video. You have a professional camera or you have your iPhone, but it's an amazing video. What do you do now that you are ready to publish? So here's what I like to tell people. When you are ready to publish a video on YouTube, there's some things that you have to do, right? Like your title has to be a title that's going to not be clickbaity. But you also want to you want you want it to be something that people are going to want to see, right? They're going to want to think, hmm, I, I'm I'm interested in knowing more about that topic, and you want that keyword to be in your title. So, for example, if I'm talking about painting a dresser, I'm not just going to do a video that says painting tips. It's how to paint a dresser, so that if people are searching for that, hopefully that video will pop up. I'm also looking at things like my description. Now, you'd be surprised how many people don't put enough attention into your description of your video. Now that keyword that you researched, that you checked out on SEMrush or uh, Google Analytics or Google Trends, you want those keywords to be in your description. That's very important. I usually try to put, probably, probably try to use it twice, and I may try to use other keywords that are related to that. So if I'm talking about painting a dresser, I might put painting furniture or you know, other words that might be relatable to what the topic is. Mm-hmm. But there's other things too that you need to put in your description. You want to make sure that you've got all your social media links that are there. And what are the things that you want people to do after they watch your video or while they're watching your video? Do you want them to go back to your blog? Do you want them to sign up for your email list? What are those call to action? Call to action yeah. <laughs> yes. What are those call to actions that you want people to do? And make sure that you put them there in your description. Now, uh, YouTube actually has a way. If you go into, if you go into your Google, um, not Google Analytics, but if you go into the analytics of YouTube, you can go into your settings and actually create a default template of your description. Yes. So this means every time you upload a video, you don't have to go back and like copy and paste. It's already there for you. So if you have certain affiliate links that you want to include, if you want your subscribe link to be there, you can perfect it and then have it be that way all the time. And then you just have to put a little blurb with your keywords. So, and, and I, in fact, I just did a uh, content audit or YouTube audit with a brand who didn't know that they had this option. They didn't even know that their description is so important. And so I went back and kind of pulled apart their description and told them all these tips. So make sure that you are utilizing that because what I find is that people are more likely to click back when I give them a reason to. So for example, I'll do a video on a furniture makeover, for example, and I'll say, hey, to get the materials list, click here to go back to the blog. And surprisingly, people will leave YouTube and go back to your blog, right? That's where you can grab them in, get their email address, so that now they're on your email list and you can continue to send them video links and other content or affiliate links or sell them your product.
Yeah, and I just want to, because I was like, you could do, like, I didn't know about that with your description. So if you go to yeah. your your channel, your, like, YouTube studio, and you go to settings, and yes. then upload defaults. Right? Yes. And it's like, what where in YouTube is this? Because that's amazing. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'll let you get back to it. But I was like, this is where it's at for anyone. Yes, and I'm, yes, and I'm glad that you, you, you mentioned that exactly where it's at, because um, I, even for myself, I had to dig in. It's something that, I, that I'd set up a long time ago, and I didn't even really think about where it was until just recently when I did the consultation for a, for a brand. But that is where it is. And so every time you upload, it will have those defaults. Now, I also upload as uh, unlisted. So that's one of my defaults. So anytime I'm uploading, it will automatically be unlisted because I want to make sure that I've got my title mm -hmm. as good as I can get it. Yeah. I want to make sure that I've got my description as I want it. And I also want to change my thumbnail. And the thumbnails are super, super important. And I think sometimes when people are doing YouTube and they don't realize how important their thumbnail is, sometimes they'll let YouTube select their thumbnail because it'll usually give you three options. Let YouTube pick your option, like your thumbnail option. It should be a 1280 by 720 uh, per, uh, sized picture. And I'll actually just use Canva. Canva.com is a free site that you can use. They've got templates in there already, but I already just have a blank one set at 1280 by 720. And then I'll take a picture that I specifically have taken for my video. Now, this is where I want people to, to actually think about your content and plan your content. Now, for me, when I'm doing a project, I will usually take a lot of when I'm working on a DIY project, I will usually do a lot of landscape pictures or portrait pictures, but landscape is what you want for YouTube, right? Because it, it just looks nice in that 1280 by 720. Plan your content because if there's a, a picture that you want high quality, high resolution picture, and you definitely want to show some white space, right? So for example, if I'm taking a picture of a furniture makeover, I'm going to do a nice landscape picture. Uh, that main focus, maybe it's a chair, a dresser, I'm actually going to just have it off to the side a little bit so that I've got some clear space for some wording. Rule so keep that in, what's that? Rule of thirds. Yes, exactly. Like rule yeah. of thirds, making sure, and this is something that you plan because there have been times when I have been going back ready to do the thumbnail and I'm like, oh, I don't have a good picture. And then you're scrambling trying to find that, that eye-catching picture. So make sure that it's something that's zoomed in. One, one thing that I've noticed is that when I post wide angle pictures, the thumbnails never perform, the videos never perform well because people can't see anything. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing like a room makeover, I might want to zoom in on one part of the room and then have, you know, a big word that says before because people like mystery. So if there's a way that you could create some kind of mystery in your thumbnail, it could be, you know, three secrets you didn't know about saving money. Or for me, you know, Again, it's that furniture makeover that before just before and after, yeah. Before, yeah. And I actually used to do this on my my thumbnails. I used to give it to them right in the thumbnail. Here's the before. Here's the after. Those videos would perform okay, but in YouTube, you can actually compare all of your videos to find out if certain thumbnails are performing better than others. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But you can actually look and see how is this video performing with this thumbnail versus if I put another thumbnail. So just keep that in mind of, of planning that thumbnail as you're uploading, as you're even shooting your content. Yeah. Um, another thing that you have to do is you have to do 
cards. Now, whenever you're watching YouTube, I'm sure we always see that little card, right? That little thing that pops up. And this is something that's, that's pretty important when you're planning your content. You can talk about other videos related to the one that you're doing. So I can say, hey, you know, today we're going to be stripping this chair. If you're not sure about stripping, be sure to click up here in the corner for more stripping tips and videos. Now, that can be a video that you're linking to, right? Or it could be a link to your, to your blog post, or it could be an opt-in. So if you're looking to grow your channel and grow your views, cards is an excellent way to get people clicking up there for related content. It keeps them on your channel. It keeps them, them watching. And it tells YouTube, hey, this person's interested in what they have to say. So they're going to serve up more content for your audience. And so Okay, hopefully this little snippet helped you make YouTube easier to approach. Be sure to join me next week when I'll be sharing a sneak peek at one of the 2021 Summit sessions. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful day.